<clears throat> What's wrong, bro? Man, my arm still hurts from when you threw that damn leg at us, when you took your leg off and threw your leg at us, and that joke hit me in the arm, my arm still feel like shit. Love that, bro. <laughs> hey, you laughing at you. I just tell over 10 years later, I still got this damn thing. Some old bullshit. <laughs> but it's, you know what? You my mans. We cool. I love you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Likewise, man. Love you, too. So that's the only reason why you on here, despite this big ass welt on my arm. <laughs> Welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous podcast where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Last episode, I had my man on, Jarrell, aka the wine guy, the black wine expert that he is. He came through, talked about uh, some very expensive wines. I think one of them was called like Opus One. And, and you know, I told Morgan I'd buy her a bottle until I looked it up and it shipped for like $600 a bottle. So, you know, I got to put in some overtime to get that back more. But anyway, yeah, man, Jarrell came through. Definitely, uh, that was the last episode I did. This current episode, I got my man Chris, a.k.a. What do they call you, though? Mr. Bionic Man right here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bionic Man, a.k.a. One-Legged Chris. AKA the dude that, believe it or not, scared the hell out of me when we was online. He probably didn't know that until just now, but he ended up being one of the nicest. It was crazy. Well, I'll tell that story. I'll tell them stories later. But yeah. <laughs> so I got my man Chris on. I, when I first reached out to him to do this, man, I thought he curved me because, uh, you know, Wait, I hit him up. It took like two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, my, probably more than that, like a month. Like I was like, I was like, I hit his DMs. I said, yo, bro, I love to have you on the show, man. And like, he just would like, like all my other posts. And I'm like, did he not see? So I'm like, you know, I'm going to just hit him up. And he goes, my bad, bro. I didn't even see it. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. We, we chilling. Cool, cool. I was talking in my head. <laughs> this ain't click sense. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Says every nigga ever. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was right in my head, you know. Nah, it's all good, man. But now nah, I know Chris. I met Chris in 2011, fall of 2011. And I remember the first time I met him, uh, we ain't going to go into, you know, what happened all. We don't need to talk about that. But the first time I met him, uh, we went to his, he was, because you were a uh, student director, right? Or um, I forgot the title of it. Yep. Yep. I was in charge of the halls at UMES. Yeah, right, yep. right. And I was like, I've never seen this dude before. And then so one of my, well, then before line brothers was like, oh, nah, he went to Lincoln, but he transferred here. He is Sigma. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Whatever. Because this is, we had already got the phone call at this point. And so like, we were told to go to his room and this, that, and the third. And I saw like this leg sitting in the corner. That's and the I, extra one. <laughs> That's the we gonna, we gonna get to <laughs> my right leg is much like now. Nah. <laughs> oh god, this is bad already. But anyway, um, nah, I saw the leg in the corner. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then he was telling, he's like, "Man, y'all ready for this?" And I remember he pops off his leg, or I mean, he pulls up his he pulls up his pants leg and puts his leg on, and I'm just sitting there like, "What? The they gonna cut our leg off?" You know, like, "What the hell going on?" I was scared. 
as hell, dog. I don't remember anything. He so, says, Sigma ain't worth this. Yeah, Sigma ain't worth this. So I was like, I don't know what, because it was peer pressure, dog. It was peer pressure. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't going to go into how it was, but it was, I was chilling. I was cool going to class, coming back into my room. And a few of my line brothers who shall not be named was like, man, just come to an interest meeting. And I was like, all right. And then like a couple months later, pow! It's like, no. Here I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, man, that's when I first met Chris. And uh, when we were online, I was I was uh, very intimidated by him. And I'm not just saying that to be funny. Like, I was just very, I think I was just scared of everybody. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, it was a leg that got me. It was a leg that got me. And then at the beginning, the intro, that wasn't a lie. He actually did take, we pissed him. Matter of fact, I remember the story. The, <laughs> your contact lenses, remember that? I'll tell it. I'll tell it, yeah. Let me jog my memory. Hey, let me, my let memory. me put you on the spot before we get into Chris, you know. <laughs> I remember we was in the house and, you know, Dean was like, don't let nobody in this house but me and another person that shall not be named. Um, so we were in there and it was raining cats and dogs that night. And all we heard was boom, 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 boom at the door. And it was kind of creepy because our Dean's house was like back in the woods in the country of Eastern Shore. So like we were like, yo. So all we heard was open the damn door. So I remember like, my contact fella, I had it in my hand. <laughs> I had it in my hand and I needed water. Yeah, I thought I was lying. It we sounded did. like a lie. We did. We did. Because we were like, what are the chances that Dean said, don't let nobody in this house? And then like the next day, someone who said he said not to let anybody in the house shows up angry, beating on the door. So we were like. You know, with all due respect, we can't let you in the I house. was so mad. And he was like, open the damn door. Da, 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 da. Whatever. And then so uh, we were like, man, we ain't opening that shit, dog. And then so I remember Dean came home, opens up the door, and all we heard was do, 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 up the steps. And Chris busts through the door, mad as hell, lays hands on all of us and was so mad that he took his leg off and threw it at us. <laughs> And that joke hit me right in the arm. And I was like, yo, what is this? Like, you know what I mean? That's as far as we're going to go with the pledge stories. But anyway, <laughs> that, that was a, that's a true story. <laughs> or whatever. So, yeah, man. What's up, dog? I'm glad you could join me, man. How's everything? Thank you, man. Everything's good. I feel honored, man. Honored to be here. Oh, appreciate that, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And all jokes aside, man, I definitely have a lot of respect for you, dog. I know you've been through... A lot, you know what I'm saying, over your life, you know what I'm saying? Um, One of the things I respect the most, man, is like your union with your wife, Aisha, man. You know, it's definitely one of those things I've always looked up to. Um, You have done a lot of things in your marriage that a lot of men would not do married or single. You know what I'm saying? And I believe in sacrifices and uh, for for the greater of your partner. And I definitely think you know, you live up to that. And it's, it's something that I'll, I've always admired among the other things, you know, that I, that I know about you, you know, I know we bullshit about the leg or whatever, but like, I remember this, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you tell your story, you know, and how you earned the nickname one. <laughs> or bionic man. Or bionic man, you know, and this podcast is about overcoming persevere. I mean, overcoming adversity, perseverance, never giving up life is going to, 
throw you some jabs, you know what I'm saying? And I always and everybody that's ever been on this podcast specifically has been through something and has never gave up, you know. Um, and that's what I respect the most, you know, about everybody that comes on, including you, you know. So yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm give the I'm gonna give the microphone to you, dog. Appreciate that, bro. So yeah. Yeah, in 2008, I was in a terrible car accident with uh four of my friends. I it was on the Atlantic City Expressway. The car, I wasn't even driving, I was the passenger. I was in the passenger seat and my friend he fell asleep. Anybody could fall asleep driving and he hit the right guardrail. And after he hit the right guardrail, one of the two of the friends in the back was asleep as well. One friend that was awake screamed, said like, hey, he 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 woke up, swerved the car all the way to the left guardrail, hit the left guardrail, the two friends in the back blew out. This is why I know God is good, because one friend landed, they both they both landed on grass. Mm. And one broke his nose and one hurt his neck, not paralyzed or anything, but hurt his neck. But he was smart enough to hold his head up. I don't know who would do that, but he just did it. And then he swerved again. Car spun me, him and one other friend still in the car. And the car um, came, hit my side because it was a four highway lane car hit my side. I was the only one with my seatbelt. I was asleep the whole time. I didn't even remember any of this. I remember building. that part. Yeah, I yep. remember you told me that. Until they told me the story. And then one friend flew out. Oh, the one, the driver flew out the windshield and the last friend flew out the back. And I just remember this one part out of the whole thing. One thing I remember is that I saw a light. Crazy, bro. Crazy. And all I remember hearing was, do you believe in God? And I wow. said, damn. And that was it. I don't remember nothing about the accident except that one part. And and then even when I look back in the police report, asking and my friends, because it was a woman's voice that I heard. They wow. said no person, woman came over. Wow. I didn't know that. So. And then so three days later, I woke up in the hospital and the first thing I asked about was my grades and where's my mom. Mm. And, and my dad was right there. And then I never had a day where I was sad that I lost my leg. Like he, I knew something happened, but I didn't know it was that. And I want to say it took me about five days before I got out the bed. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, okay. And yeah. that's it. I, I was grateful for life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Grateful for life. So, and then after that, that was 2008. I went back to school. The that same, I that the accident was April. I went back to school August. I still went back to Lincoln. I just went in a wheelchair. They should never give me that wheelchair. But I was wild. I was wild in the wheelchair, bro. I, was, I had a lot of fun in that thing. Uh, oh man! But I went back to school, even though other people told me not to. My mom told me not to. She said you need your rest. You could take a time off. I said, no, I'm okay. And God gives you signs. Well, the way he speaks to me is through others, right. through others and through like books or signs. So literally on campus, I've never seen this man before. There was a person there with no legs, no legs in the lunchroom. He looked at me when I rolled in. He said, don't let nobody help you. I wow. was 
I was like, okay. So I ain't let nobody, I held my own door. So if people did, okay, but I would deliberately hold my own door, go through with my wheelchair. And crazy enough, that made me a stronger person mm-hmm. because it was like, yes, others are here for you, but you need to be good for yourself. Right. That's, oof. and you know, how we go from like laughing like for the first five few minutes of this to this deep shit, right? <laughs> this is deep right here, you know. And it's like I, I'm not even gonna sit here and try to imagine. I know what what that's like, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But just to uh, think about how, like, you say you were asleep, and then what? You wake up in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? And then like, so did they? I don't know if I've asked you this. Like, so you did they say, hey, did? Did you wake up and they say, hey, Mr. Hall, we have to take your leg? Or did you wake up with it already gone? It was already gone. My dad had to make the decision. Wow. He came out. The doctor came out. And the day of the accident, it was like three in the morning. It was really early in the night. And he, the doctor came up to him and said, hey, we can't, his, his, we can't save his leg. And he was like, my son's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. He was the only calm one. My mom, of course, mom is going crazy yeah. friends going crazy and he was like he's gonna be fine i don't know how he just knew but i was it's it's so crazy because he never left my side mm-hmm. like you know you go to hospital visiting hours over he said i'm not leaving he just told them no and i commend him for that we got closer during that time uh he he showed me even more how much family is and when they need you you need to be there yeah yeah it's my it's you know it's this uh you know how they say mother intuition well you know you can relate to this you also have father intuition too and sometimes you know fathers do just know i can remember uh my last relationship that was very very toxic very abusive you know um yeah, you know, you know, society looks at men when they're the ones that are abused in relationships. It's a real thing. And, um, you know, not going to go too much into the story, but because uh, I don't even think that's a story I ever told on here. And I don't think I ever will. But just the uh, Reader's Digest version. Um, it was one night where, um, you know, my ex decided to uh, go on Mike Tyson on your boy, you know, Um <laughs> Very crazy experience. Did you go Floyd Mayweather? You had the nah, <laughs> man. I went. What the f- is this? Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, what is that? How did somebody calm as me end up with somebody crazy like this? And I just remember, like, you know, our fists were flying. I mean, she got me a few good times. You know, when you were little, you got hit in the face with a kickball, quick flash, yeah. yeah, like that. You know, and I ended up getting like a small like bruise around my left eye but i was in law enforcement at the time you know so i remember a few days later i went to my parents house and my mom was like what happened to you and because my mom would have killed that girl if i told her the truth i was like uh well you know i got into a fight at work you know what i mean you know mm-hmm. law enforcement you know i was on the street you know what i'm saying somebody blah 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 blah, blah whatever she's like i keep telling you you need to get out of that job and my dad didn't say a word he didn't say anything he was sitting there right there the whole time. He did say, oh, well, so I'm sorry that happened to you. You know, there is a dangerous job. That's all he said. Like you said, your mom going crazy. But my dad was like super calm. And then so like an hour had passed and I went out, you know, I was like, all right, y'all, I'm leaving. I'm going out to the car. 
I'll catch y'all next time. And my dad's like, ah, well, let me walk you out. You know, I got to take the dog out anyway. And he never does that. And we get to the car. He goes, uh, yeah, what really happened? I don't know how he knew. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just like your dad. Like, you know what I mean? It's just I, they just know. Just you know everybody else freaking out and this, that, and the third. And, you know, you're right, man. Family is, uh, you know, uh, that, that that especially that father son bond. You because know, I just by the way, for people who are listening, this father son talk was not planned for Father's Day weekend. I promise you, it wasn't. This is just, <laughs> this is all a coincidence. It just comes with the story, man. Yeah, it comes with the story, and you know, and it's just like it, just situations like that. You know, you're right. They they do make you much more uh, appreciative of you know the family that you have. I know my dad always talks about always remember to keep the ones close that remember your birthday because, you know, it's 365 days out of the year. And if that person remembers one, your, your birthday to reach out. And I don't mean because you saw it on Facebook or this, that, and the third, it's like, oh man, today's Chris's birthday. Let me reach out to him. That That's someone that, you know, it, uh, I wouldn't use the word special because you don't know people's relationships or whatever, but you know, obviously that person cares for them, for them to not just take time out of the day to wish you happy birthday, but to remember it, you know, um, you know, remembering your wife's birthday, that don't really count. You need to know that, you but better. <laughs> you better, <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, man, definitely, man. That's, that's, that's crazy though, bro. Like though, for that, bro. And, and just give a little fast forward then yeah. while I was on campus, I actually joined the fraternity in my like wheelchair like i that, that i do remember you telling yeah me. that process and then the first day i walked was my probate <laughs> first day I walked. so even though i could have walked in january of 09 i waited till april i just waited i said oh that i'm gonna wait i know the crowd probably went oh you know that's when probates used to be probates you know what i'm saying i mean let me let me not throw shade <laughs> you know i feel like you and i are like the last of a dying breed you know um but i know the crowd went crazy with that crazy bro people hanging from the trees that was a fun one those are fun <laughs> probates man the outside out there energy is great so hey man speaking of that uh I told my lady, I talk to my lady about you all the time, you know what I'm saying? And for, for, yeah, for several reasons. And I remember the first time where she became familiar with who you were. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, um, Chris, me, all my other line brothers were in the, what was that? 2000, uh, uh spring semester, 2012 step show or whatever, um, at UMES. And I remember um, <laughs> I was on a step team in high school and I was like, yeah, I can do a step team in college. Stepping for a fraternity is a whole nother ball game. You know, I remember when uh, Rome was like, yeah, practice starts at 1130 at night. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I remember I showed her the original tape from that. Right. And like, so I'm, you know, showing her who, Who's who? I'm like, yeah, that's such and such. That's such and such. You know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. Right before I said who you were, um, you know, the the DJ comes over and he was like, yo, yo, whatever. And then like I remember we were playing. What was that Drake song? It was some Drake song that was playing. And I remember you took your leg off and threw it into the crowd. <laughs> and Derek Morgan. Derek caught Derek it. Derek caught it. Of course, Derek caught it. Of course, we deemed him the leg catcher. Like, Derek, whatever. 
Uh, that's my ace. Shout out to Derek. <laughs> um, yeah, and I remember like Morgan is a very laid back, very calm, you know, person. I remember she goes, "What in the hell? What? In the, what was the?" And I said, "Yeah, that's Chris." <laughs> Yo, man, I wish this was like the visual podcast because I would definitely show people that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, definitely. And I know you've ran like five Ks and marathons and stuff like that. It's dope. Nah, man, that that was my first full full step show. I I did win one at Lincoln, and. 09 every 09 was a good year for me yeah. uh 09 and i did throw my leg off there as well but i did a, a little s- step in a sense it was it wasn't a whole show a whole show is a different type of breathing yeah and type of inner everything is different when you're in the whole show and not just a segment right. so i was very dedicated i didn't step growing up like i before my, before i lost my leg anything like it wasn't it was something I always admired and I always, you know, you can hold the beat if you could step like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that with y'all, that first one at UMS was very, very special. Cause it was the whole show. I think we, we killed it. That was we the did. first time that campus saw something like that Yeah, all yeah. as well. And shout out to Rome for all his dedication for, yeah. You know, being the, the the coach captain and all that because he pushed he pushed us to limits, like and which is what you need to do to win. You know, I gotta get him on here. I just thought about that. <laughs> I gotta get him on here. Um, shout out to Rome, another dude okay. I used to be terrified of when I was online, probably still am. Uh but anyway, so no man, uh you're right. Like growing up, I didn't really I was on a step team in my senior year of high school and it was the most disorganized shit in the world. And like, it was like Miss Mary, fat, fat, fat. It was like, that. it was basically like that. You know what I'm saying? It sucked. So, you know, when we crossed, I remember Rome was like, yo, I'm trying to put a step team together. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, cool. And I, like I said, no lie. I remember he sends out that text message and was like, yeah, practice every night from like noble like it started like 10 30 to like midnight or one in the morning. I was like, dog, this is like being online again, right? It was crazy. And but it it was it was one of the most humbling experiences, you know what I'm saying? Like being in, you know, like I remember when we first got online and like one of the first things our dean did was like show us um we watched school days or whatever. Um, you know, just to kind of like I think we were pre-pledging at that time. I don't even think we were like, you know, but I can't <laughs> say it. But I <laughs> like I, I think we were just still pre-pledging, you know. And I remember, like, that was my first time seeing that movie and that dope scene where the alphas were stepping. And uh, I was like, man, that's cool, whatever. And uh, so, like, when we got offline, I was like, yeah, I want to do it. But I was like, man, this is this is hard work. But you know what, though, man? Like, not to sound, like, biased or anything, but I've been to a few homecomings at UMES after that. And I really do think that, like, our years are the last of a dying breed. And I'm not trying to say that to like sound because, you know, you you got old dudes out here that really can't let go of their youth. Like I'm chilling. I will never do another step show again in my life. I said that shit back when I was 21. Like so. But it's just like back then, man, like it brought a different style. It brought a different it brought a different vibe. It, it brought a different excitement. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I still I don't remember all the steps, but I still remember like that hand step 
we did with the white gloves. You know what I'm saying? I still... <laughs> Y'all still remember that joint, man. It's crazy. Because Rome, I remember one night it was Rome made us literally sit in chairs and for three hours. Just the, do the back of our hands were, were red. 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 Oh, but but it was such a pivotal point in the show right. because everything, it was no more legs. Right. So it's like they gotta hear you. Yeah, exactly. With the white gloves and everybody was like, oh, whatever it was it was a dope experience man but i i really think what capped off that show was you throwing your leg off the stage I that, mean, that's just the exclamation point <laughs> you know, who, who i'll tell you what right then and there i said even if we lose no other team is going no other frat is going to do this like no other there, there's no other frat is going to do this man so like nah it, it was definitely a humbling experience man but um you know, and it's 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 like kind of talking about like homecomings or whatever. Another thing that I always found admirable about you is like how you proposed to Aisha. Because oh, I re- look, man, I'm a fan, dog. I'm a fan. Oh man, I didn't even remember. I didn't think you remember that. Bro. Hey man, Aisha, if you ever listen to this, I need you and Chris's autograph. I'm a fan. Hey, you know what's funny? I remember <laughs> I got with Aisha on the Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember the first time I met Aisha. This is when we was online because, you know, this is a uh, beloved wife as a part of She was so sweet. <laughs> and I remember, like, we came down in Dean's living room and she was there. She was a first date, first day that we met. And she goes in this nice, heavenly voice. She said, I don't know if she's going to remember this, but she goes, hello, y'all. And then we were like, hey. And then, so she looks at me and she goes, come here. And she goes, you know what chapter I'm a part of? I said, uh, yeah, or pot or affirmative, whatever dumb shit we had to say. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, what is it? Uh, she goes, well, what, what chapter am I a part of? I said, uh, bloody Mew. And she goes, nigga, what? <laughs> she goes, oh, so I'm a Sigma now? Dog, I was so terrified. I said, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> switch, switch. The Zeta switch on you. It's the whole get away from me. I remember that. She goes, nigga. She goes from hmm, nigga. What you just say? I was like, uh, uh, uh." Like, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. But uh, nah, man. I definitely remember the video, man, when you proposed to her, like during homecoming. That was dope. I got asked, man. You know, because you set the bar high. How did that even like, bro? You want to? Yo, so many guys looked at me like, bro. What do you do? Not, not before. I'm talking about after. They was like. Bruh, like, <laughs> he making this look bad. Bruh, what am I about to do now? You did this, yeah, like, yeah. Bro, I think for 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 me and every everything isn't always so far planned. I always maybe pop in my head. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. I don't know when. I asked the day of, like, like the people, like in between. I was like, hey, come over. Like the host, I was like, hey, um. I'm going to propose this moment. It was like, what? I said, yeah, is that cool? They said, yeah. I said, okay. That's Bro, cool. I was nervous. <laughs> she was stepping. I didn't want to propose to her in you know, stepping outfit. So I did tell her to wear this dress. and Because if you don't, if they don't look right, <laughs> you ain't, you ain't give me nothing. So she did switch to the dress. And yeah. she said, I had a feeling, but I didn't know. Funny thing, bro, she she ain't hear one word I said. <laughs> one word on stage, pouring my heart out, bro. 
She said, How do you know she ain't here then? She told me right after. Oh, that's hilarious. She said, she said yes. She said she knew when the moment to say yes, but she said, I ain't hear not one thing. You said I had to say the whole thing over <laughs> in the room later. I was like, so you just said yes? She said, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was a very, very memorable moment. I, I love my wife now. And and when I say now, I mean because she is now my wife. And right. She she deserves the best. So if I could give it, I'm gonna do it. No matter my fear. Like right. I'm like, look, look, I'm telling you, I love you in front of all the all yeah, our and that's how it should be. That's how this it should is, this is where it started. And you know, um, I gotta put I gotta say this because this is I, how I knew y'all's relationship was like real. I think it's before y'all. Cause when did y'all what year did y'all get married? 2015. Okay, yeah, this is like I think maybe a in during I, we were at a, a homecoming. This is when uh, I think I had just graduated, or maybe I was a senior or whatever. I saw one of the funniest things, and I look back on it because my parents are like this, and they are coming up on their forty second year. Wow, of marriage this wow. year, yeah, man. And um, you know, before I say it, you know, uh, social media has built this. Um, this 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 image of what you know people think a relationship is all the time you know what i'm saying like women have their perspective about what a man should be doing 24 7 men have their perspective about but it's like you know the real nitty-gritty relationships like you know those are the ones that take work you're gonna see both sides and you know a certain things you're gonna have to like be like okay all right well i love most of this and it's like all right i gotta put up with you know what i'm saying what i'm trying to say so I remember one of the funniest things I saw with y'all. I think this when y'all was engaged, because I'm like this and my parents are like this. Uh, Aisha wanted to get a hot dog at the concession stand. I don't know if you remember. I, I remember all y'all stories, you know. Uh, and like an elephant over here, bro. Like, <laughs> keep that in the back of my. <laughs> uh, and I know you wasn't hurt hurting for no pennies. This is why this was funny because I'm the same way with Morgan sometimes when I have to be. Uh, she wanted to get a hot dog and you know it's concessions concessions are like super expensive overpriced let me say that and you walk fast and you I remember me and you were walking because this is during a basketball game during homecoming and I remember you look you were like I you were like I said what what you doing in the line and she were like she was like I'm getting a hot dog and she you were like, you getting a hot dog. And then she said, yeah. And you were like, how much is it? And it, <laughs> so she was like, it was some, some astronomical amount, like $12 or something like that for you and me as hot dog. Like, I'm not even paying that much at fucking five guys. So like, she was like, what's well, $12? You were like, no, 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 no. And just, <laughs> and I remember her reaction, I will never forget her reaction. Cause like, if you would have done that with like a lot of women these days, oh, this thing. But if she was just like, oh, okay, fine. I'll feed you after. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I find that hilarious, bro. Cause that's like when her reaction pretty much made like this subliminal implication, like, yo, I love this man. This is just how he is, blah, 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 whatever, you know? And it's like, I grow myself to be the same way with uh, with Morgan. Like, we'd be in Trader Joe's, right? If for not, you know what? Yeah, sorry, Morgan. I got to put you on the spot. I love, you <laughs> this. I love my lady to death. The, the sweetest woman I've ever met. I don't, I don't even remember them hoes' names that I, 
Well, let me. Wait, ball headed scallywag. Ball headed scallywag. You know, ball headed scallywag talking this and that. Like when you went as a man, and I know you can attest to this. When you with someone that was made for you, you don't even remember nobody else's name, bro. Like I, I don't mm. know. So I love it to death, but for some reason she got to get the most expensive thing, no matter where we. If we're in the dollar store, she got to get something that's two dollars, just because it's two dollars. <laughs> Not because it's better, not because oh, this is more expensive. <laughs> and we be like, and I, and I, I just be like, y'all. And it, I remember when we were first like getting to know each other. I was like, all right, but like, hey, we locked in now. Let me ask you, why do you need to get that? Well, it's because it, no, it's it's literally tastes the same. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Same, bro. It tastes the exact same. <laughs> it's like same. it's not that you can't afford it. It's not that I can't afford it. It's just it's like, yo, why do you have to choose? the most expensive you know what I mean? so we be in a trader joe's and i'm like morgan look this is what we're gonna get this is what we going whatever and next thing you know it's a car full of sh- and, but guess what <laughs> he bought it anyway he bought it anyway you, you know, know my, my funny story with lay and her her mom is the same way um i can't believe it's not butter that's <laughs> that's their thing to buy right but right. i live in new york right you need 16 dollars bro what for a tub, big tub that you go to Walmart. What five dollars? <laughs> hey, dog. I'm gonna say this right now. I can say this because I'm no longer interviewing with them. Last year, I was interviewing with the Wall Street Journal, right? Okay. And I remember they said what the salary was for the position. It was like one sixty or something a year, and I ain't never heard no money like that, right? And I said, "Oh man, man!" I looked up how much it costs to live up there. I said, "What? That ain't shit." <laughs> bro. So I, for so many years of this relationship, I'd be like, I'm not buying you that butter. I'm not getting, it's not even butter. It's cold. I can't believe it's not. (laughs) I'm going back and forth about this butter. It's in the name. It's in the name, but that, bro, same thing here, bro. I'm still going through the fight. I'm still going through the fight. Yeah, man. It don't taste the same. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it doesn't because it's not butter. (laughs) I never thought about that. I never thought never about thought that. About. That is hilarious, dog. That's hilarious. It's like, yeah, like we were at the, we were at, we were at Whole Foods one time, right? And I said, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm just going, I think I was going to get water or something. Next thing you know, I'm spending $60. Like, like, for what? Like, you know what I mean? So the difference between men like us and like other ones is we're going to be like, for what? But we still going to get it. You we still going to get it. We still, still going to get it. She, she still got the butter. <laughs> Ain't nothing I can do about it. See, I remember she's it's she, just me talking. Yeah, it's just me talking. We just go, ah. And I remember like she picks up this bag of like sea bass, right? And the joint was like $15. I said, Oh, we're gonna eat off this for a while. I hope that it's three fillets on that mug. <laughs> I said, Fool, put, I put said back. Put that put, back. Put, put, put that back. Put that back. <laughs> Yo, he's stupid. He's stupid, dog. Like, you know, for the for the record, there's a difference between frugal. It being cheap, like we are not cheap. It's just making sense. Like, why do you need that? You know what I'm saying? We know we do it a losing. It's a losing battle. I know I'm not gonna. Hey, it's still in the fridge. So I gotta tell this story. I told this story on this on this podcast a few episodes ago, but it was one of the funniest things. Uh, me and Morgan, we went out to. I don't know if they have it in New York, but we went out to this really nice rest. This nice restaurant one time called Ocean Prime. Or whatever. Food was bomb. It's a little expensive, you know what I'm saying? But whatever. Um, 
So I think like our bill came out to like two fifty or something, like you know whatever. Like, but it's it's for my lady. Like I ain't tripping off that. It's for some nigga off the street. No, so <laughs> like, it's for her. So I remember we pay. I paid the bill and we were about to leave. And I said uh, I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick. So I was I was walking in the bathroom. Like you know this woman escorts me to the bathroom. She goes, "Here you are, sir." I said, "Damn, you nice, you know." And uh, this other black dude is walking in like at the same time. Got the white turtleneck on. Got the chain. Good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he smelled. That nigga smells so good. I said, "Man, what you, what you, what, what, what you wear? What you wear?" He goes, "Oh, this such and such." I said, "Oh, all right, cool." So um, he goes into the stall, and then you know I'm in my stall, whatever, and I hear his phone ring. Right, where he's sorry, he's dialing some. All I heard was like, "Man, I can't believe this shit." Beep, 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 ring, ring, ring. So me being the sometimes nosy intellectual that I am, I was like, "What the hell going on?" And so I was like, "All right, this sounds like a private conversation. Let me get up out of here because he knows I'm over here." And then so the guy picks up the phone and he goes, "Yeah, it was good, bro." He was like, "Nigga, why didn't you tell me this place was so expensive?" That's when I decided to stay. And I was just like, "All right, I gotta hear this." So he was like, what you talking about? He goes, man, this chick that is such a shorty that I met offline. You told me you recommended this restaurant or not. What did he say? He goes, she said she wanted to try this restaurant and you said it was good. And she said she wanted to go here. Man, this is expensive. As shit. And it's like. I was cracking up because it's like you see this dude like he's look, he's dressing the part. He's making he's he, he's dressing as if, you know, you know what I'm saying? He was ready to spend. Yeah, he was ready to spend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I swear, if you saw this dude, he was he he was that one asshole that tucked half of his shirt in so you could see he was wearing the East Saint Laurent belt. About the like, dog, I hate that shit. And then he was wearing like slacks with sneakers. Like, I hate that shit too. He was one of those. He was one of those. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Dude looked like he was dressed to impress, right? And he was going off in the bathroom, and he was like. <laughs> He said, man, I can't afford this. And she out there ordering up the whole menu. <laughs> first day. First, first day. day. And yeah, so that's why I was waiting. So when he said, man, and this all this, this damn, I ain't even hit yet. This is our first day. Man, I swear, the only thing that I was pissed about was that I left my phone on the table because I damn sure would have been recording this whole conversation <laughs> if I had it, right? So I even thought about running out and going to get that joint real quick, running back in. And I remember, like, he was just going off, going off, going off. And then the funniest thing happened. I guess he forgot I was in the stall next. To, so we came out at the same time. And he goes, yeah, what's up? What's good, bro? I said, yeah, what's up? And he just, like, act like he didn't just have a nervous breakdown right then and there. And I bring all that up to say that it's just like, you know, when you have real, I guess, like, a, a real understanding of someone you know, like what you do with Nay, I do with Morgan, you know, other brothers I've had on here with their wives, like we've laughed and joked about whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like at the end of the day, like, you know, we both know that we don't mean any harm. This is just how we are. You know what I'm saying? And even though, like you said, it was an expensive restaurant, you pay for the experience. Yeah, you pay for the experience. You pay for the experience. He He's foolish. I would have been so how many dollar signs on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> he's a foolish man. <laughs> like, hold on, you want to go where? Like, like, first date, two dollars. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's like it's the experience because I took we me and Morgan went to another spot, a Japanese steakhouse called Shoto in DC, right? Ooh. Another spot. It was a night where I surprised to go in there. We went to go see Aladdin afterwards on Broadway. Really nice evening. And like for what? Like we we get there and she all excited because she wanted to try this restaurant. It's surprising. That's the only reason why we went there, because she talked about it in the past. I said, okay, cool. You know, I said, let me surprise her with this. You know. And I don't never make reservations at an expensive restaurant going, damn, when I see the prices. Like, I already know, like, when I'm getting my, like you said, I already know what I'm getting myself into. But, like, I'm like, man, I could have got this same kind of sushi at Giant. Like, what? what, 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 what? <laughs> dog, like, I'm like, for what? And she goes, it's good. I'm like, dog, this is not, like, like, it was, it was, it do, it do like why am bro? I spending $300? I can afford it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, like, dog, I'm I'm really like my father. I remember when my dad turned 60, he wanted to go to Denny's. That's what he wanted to do. Now, this so is a cool. man who can so afford cool. anything he wants. You know what I mean? So like, like it's, it's like, yeah, his father's there. I don't even know what to get him because he can buy himself whatever he wants. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but <laughs> so it's like the sacrifices you make. I wouldn't even call it a sacrifice. It's a night out going to dinner, mm-hmm. whatever. But and it's for your lady. It's for your person, you know. You're right. You're paying for the experience. It was, and I heard old boy tripping. I'm like, nigga, you taking her here on the no, first? Never. You tripping. <laughs> but I just had to tell that story with you and they at homecoming, man. That was hilarious. Where you were like, nah, nah, nah. And you literally pulled her out the line. And I think, if I remember, she was laughing the whole time, too. Because she knew I was serious. <laughs> No, I was serious. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. like it's so funny. Even today, we she bought some dinner, and I was like, "Oh, I'll buy it for you, babe." She's like, "All right," and then she called it in, and then said, "Oh, what what's the price?" Because she knows I'm like, I just want to know. It's right. not I'm not going to get the food. I just want to know. Yeah, it's one. Oh, what's the price? Oh, she said she got to weigh it. I said she got to weigh it. <laughs> she said, she, "I said, but you ordered. Why didn't she tell you how much it was when she weighed it?" And then, and then they was like, "Well, I'll I just pay for it. I'm not saying I'm not paying for it. I'm just letting you know. I, just <laughs> I don't want, want to know you to know how much it is." And then she told me what it was later. It was that great fifty dollars. I was like, "That's fine, babe. I just want to know." Yeah, I just want to know. I, I just yeah. want to know. And it wasn't yeah. just food for her. It was her mom, Anaya. Like it's okay. I want to. It's a food. Hilarious. It's hilarious how like when you're with your person, man, you kind of already know, like, their cues. Like, when they say certain things, you already know. I know for Morgan, it's like, when she goes, we need to have a conversation. I'm like, shit. What did I do? <laughs> we about to talk, talk. We, we about to talk. And Morgan ain't the type of person to yell, scream, no bull. Over a year dating, I've never even heard her say damn. That's the God's honest truth. You know you what could, I'm saying? You could, you could get your point across. You don't gotta yell. You don't yeah, gotta you be don't. Cry. You could just... Get, yeah. if, if you could get your point across in a calm manner, you're going to get somewhere. Yeah, you will. Because uh, I don't know. Her tone is so neutral. I don't know when she's pissed off or when she. I remember the other day she was like, I'm just so, I'm, <laughs> we were in the car one time. This is how calm Morgan is all the time. And I'm just so grateful for it because, you know, my ex was Mike Tyson and shit. So, like, you know. <laughs> Uh, I was just so great. Went from Layla Ali, Aiko, <laughs> like yeah, I never, <laughs> I never saw myself being with like a free spirited person, but I'm so grateful for it. And I remember I was in a car with her, and she was on the phone with like she was like paying a bill or something, and I remember she goes, oh, "Okay, 
Well, I just need to understand. I just don't understand. You need to explain. She was that's what she's saying over and over. Okay, all right. You you have a nice day too. And she hangs up the phone. And God strike me down if I'm lying. These were her next words. She goes, I just hate being like that. I just hate being so mean. <laughs> I said, I said, what? <laughs> so she goes, I just, I just hate being like that. I'm hoping I didn't hurt that woman's feelings. I'm hoping she didn't think I was a bad person. But it's cool though, because she's with someone who will curse someone out like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I got the energy for you, bro. <laughs> I got the energy. I got for the you. energy. <laughs> We all we were at a, a Caribbean fest the other day. Uh, it was me, her, uh, her sisters, couple friends, and one of my homeboys. And like, this is the first time she ever seen me get like this. I'm standing behind her, and there was this couple dudes walking around. You could tell they was on the hunt, whatever. And it was this guy that was kind of walking around, you know. And I kind of just had a feeling about him. And I remember, like, in his defense, you know, what I'm saying I wasn't like right next to Morgan. You know, what I'm saying. And I see him like dancing, coming towards her, right? You know, and you, the block? you did the dance in the block. Nah, I did nah. I, did I, I was I was gonna leave it alone because like she gonna, you know, she gonna curve him. Yeah, she gonna curve him or she gonna give him some type of face or whatever. And I saw her like look at him like, nah, I'm good, and like kind of wave him off. And he kept coming. That's when I was like, I put my hand over. I said, Yeah, what's good, nigga? And he kind of just like looked at me. And it was hilarious. My boy and a couple of his people that he knew that was there. I didn't even expect them to act like that. They all kind of like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> and like her and her sisters kind of looked at me. I was like, bro, I don't play about mine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, man. So I, I, I feel like if the roles were reversed, she would be like, oh, uh, ma'am, please. No, not Nay. Nay Nay will tap a shorty on the show. She's going to flex. Tap a shorty like, excuse me, uh, that's my leg right there. (laughs) Do not. Hey, man. Another joint I wanted to like bring up, which I always found was admirable about you and uh, Nay was um, a few years ago, if you remember, um, you lived in in my area or whatever. And if I'm not mistaken, that's because like Nay was going to grad school at the time at Howard. We lived in Fort Washington, Maryland. Yep. Right. Right. And, you know, I uh, you were like, yeah, yeah, we should get up one day. I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll come to New York or something. You come down and you were like, nah, bro, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in Maryland. I was like, what? Like, what are you doing down here? And I remember when we got up, you basically said that you kind of like quit your job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she can move, y'all can move down here. And so she could go to grad school. Yo, when you said that. One, one day notice. One, <laughs> one day notice. I said, today is my last day. That's not even a one day notice. That's like a six hour notice. That's hilarious. <laughs> two, two hour notice. I want effective immediately. There you go. It was one of those notices. But Man, I thought that was so dope, though. Like that you made that like commitment. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, bro. I, yeah. The thing when you have of your person right right and any relationship support is the most important thing of whatever they want to do like nate could tell me today that she's like okay i don't want to do this no more i want to do this and i'm with it right like it it is no if ends or buts about it but yeah we left uh eastern shore we came down to fort washington 
and we stayed actually with my cousin for a while. He beautiful home. He, I remember. Yeah, beautiful home. <laughs> beautiful Akakiki. Yeah, I remember. I he built that house. Day. I was like, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I love uh, Mike Pam, man. They took us in like their own. They called my mom almost every day. Like, yeah, I'm feeding your boy. Like that. That's definitely heart right there. That is family. And we stayed with them for once say maybe a month, month and a half, just until. Oh, we really? Got, yeah, just until we had to get. You know, we just left, bro. We had to get settled. School was starting. I'm not just trying to jump into an apartment and then we're like, dang, I don't even like it here. Like right. any year lease. Right. So crazy enough, when she started school, she had no OT, occupational therapy background at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. She was a, a psychology major. That was her bachelor's. And I saw her put in the work, go to internships, get um recommendations, get like everything she needed and kill her interview and she got accepted and now listen we need to call her doctor doctor hall that's oh the, the, uh, <coughs> excuse me uh uh doctor hall doctor hall <laughs> she laughed at me i told her all the time i said we are a doctor we and she's like we we <laughs> i'm like uh did i not support like did we not <laughs> I said Anaya Dr. Hall too because she was in the belly during the, uh, wow, during the whole pregnant process. doing that. She was pregnant, bro. Wow. When she was pregnant. And I I am so proud of that ambitious woman. Her ambition is, is the thing that I love about her the most. Cause I haven't seen a person who loves I tell all the time, I say you love school a little bit too much, but yeah. you know, just the fact that you push yourself so much. Right. And now I ain't gonna spoil her. Think, but she's working on something else now. And I'm just like, she was like, I'm thinking about doing this. I said, let's do it. What do you need? What do you need? Let's go. And I'm just going to push you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to keep you accountable. And she does the same with me in my business. So I love her with all my heart and that ambition. And I, if I had any advice for any couple, it's to make sure you support your partner's dreams. That all makes up for not buying a twelve dollar hot dog, I suppose. Nah, <laughs> she she still get the she still got the I can't believe it's not butter. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm still not buying. You said all that I support you, babe. I love you, but I'm still not buying that sixteen dollar. Not buying that damn. <laughs> nah, man, that's that's beautiful, dog, and it's it's uh, I can relate because um you know Morgan she's starting to getting her second master's in the fall. Let's go, Morgan. And, uh, George Washington. It's funny uh, because like she got accepted. I think it was like 900 people that applied. Only seven or eight got accepted. And she was one of them, you know. Um, and it's crazy because I remember this is how God works. Like I came over, I was over her place and she was upset about something or whatever. And she's like, oh, I just can't. She's just going off about something. And she gets an email, you know, and it says, oh, you're you're. Uh, status for your application you know is in this email she goes of course this comes through you know <laughs> and i was like i'll read it and then of course you know it says she got accepted and i was like yeah that was god saying damn here you over here you know <laughs> so it's hilarious because like she's got she got her first master's from london and then she's getting her second in gw and i remember we went by the school just kind of like driving around so it's, it's a really nice campus but uh it ain't too many of us up there. Uh, no, and, uh, but <laughs> we walking around, and I, you know, I'm always for the culture, dog. So we're walking around. I said, "Damn, where are the niggas at?" And I said, "Just like that." 
She goes, oh, I'm sure this place has some diversity. I'm like, it, no, it don't. This school's named after a former slave owner. Ain't got no damn... Uh, so she goes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So I'm looking for the bookstore. That's where you always going to find me is in the bookstore library or whatever. I was like, man, let's go find a bookstore, right? So this is like around February. This, this wasn't February. So they had like a little bookshelf with like a little black history section. I think they had Obama's book and like that was it. I don't know. You can't expect too much. You know, it's GW. <laughs> So we're walking out. I said, man, there ain't really no black people here. You know, and she goes, no, I'm sure. You know, so there's these two white girls sitting off to the side. And so one of them <laughs> looks at her friend. She goes, um, does Black History Month have a color? <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately looked at Morgan and gave her this face like that. And she just kind of like puts her head down. I was like, shit. Like, <laughs> Oh man, like, oh, I was like yo, you gonna have fun in this jump, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but now nah, it, it what you were talking about, uh, with name, man, it's 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 where it's like you got to support their dreams, and you know, I know, like I told you before, like, and a lot of people don't know is is I was about to stop this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Because I was just kind of like going through some at the time, and you know, it's kind of like a, it was, a, it was a roller coaster. And then I remember, like I mentioned, I said to Morgan, I said, yeah, I think I'm going to take a break. And we all know what that means. And she was like, what do you mean take a break? And I was like, uh, no, I'm going to take a break. I'm chilling. You know, she was like, yeah, nah, we're not. You know, she was like, if you need to rest or if you need to like, you know, clear your mind and maybe not post an episode for another couple of weeks, that's cool. She didn't say, but you're not. She goes, but we're not stopping, you know, the podcast. But, but she said it right there. We, we, exactly, stopping. exactly. And it's like, I got pretty tough skin, man. You know what I mean? And I, I've kind of been through some heavy shit on my own, alone, only stuff that like stays between me and God, you know. But I will say, <laughs> having someone in your corner makes yeah. all the difference. You know different. what I'm saying? I, women, and I'm not gonna say any woman. When you have the right woman, right, that could make a man vulnerable, because we weren't. I don't know how how you were raised, but we weren't raised to be just vulnerable. We yeah, were no nah, straight up to be strong. We were straight raised up. to be don't cry, be hard, like 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 take care of a woman, like. It, it's not vice versa. That's all you hear from a, from youth. Right. But when you're grown and now you're like, dang, I got to be transparent. Yeah. I got to be vulnerable. I got to be okay with maybe even crying around this person. That, that, that takes <laughs> a lot. But when you can do that, right. it's like, okay, I feel, I feel comfortable around you. Because if you th think about it, bro, it's like, why are we so easy to be naked with a person, but can't be naked with our emotions or naked spiritually? Like, why right. can't we do that? Yeah, it's because, like, you know, Morgan's the only woman that's ever seen me shed a tear. And it's mm. not because I haven't felt, you know, emotional around others. It's just like they I felt like they didn't create the space, you know, for me to do that. You know, I can remember uh, someone I was getting to know before I met Morgan and um, we were getting to know each other for a little while. Really liked her, really thought she was cool. You know what I'm saying? And I really saw something going down with us. At the time, I was still in law enforcement, but I was part time at the station, at the radio station, NPR station I work for. And, you know, my schedule kind of sucked. 
you know what I'm saying? I was working at night, you know what I'm saying? Monday through Friday. And then like going to the station on the weekends and then like going right back to work like that same night. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, I was doing that for about, about a year and a half. And through the course, I was getting to know this person and like, you know, to their defense, like it is kind of hard dating someone who works nights. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like two trains passing in the night when I'm waking up, you going to bed, vice versa, you know? So she did kind of like make, several comments about like you know damn we don't really get to hang out like that blah 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 blah, blah whatever you know but i thought because like any amount of free time i have i'm giving to them also you know i kept pretty much giving them reassurance because i'm big on that that hey look it ain't always gonna be like this you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna go full time at the station you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a, and I'm a man of my word. Like anything I've said I'm going to do for you, I've done. You know what I mean? I'm just waiting for the bosses to like give me the green light, blah, 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 blah. In essence, I had to wait for one of the producers to quit, which I was hoping was going to be soon. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I kept telling them that. And, you know, the support really wasn't. I didn't see it back. Then. I didn't see it in hindsight. Like, you know, in hindsight, I didn't see it. You know, because like my when I was in law enforcement working at night, I was mad depressed. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that was really saving me was I was already started on my workout journey, on my fitness journey. So I was in the gym. That should save my life, literally and metaphorically. So like, you know, but I was always kind of like taken off from my night job because I just hated going to it. You know what I mean? And then the person they only saw one side of it. They were like, why are you always taking off? And this, that, and the third. I'm like, eh, you know, I'm chilling. I want to spend time with you, which is what I was doing. But also it's like, you can't see that. I felt like I couldn't be honest about my depression working at night because all you're worried about is spending time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But you're not really seeing the other side of it. And it's like, I'm not faulting them because it's like, you know, it's a two way street. You're not creating that space, but also like I'm not, you know, expressing myself. And I remember a few months later, I never forget this. I asked, I said, hey, you know, where do you see this going? And they said, I don't know. Right. Even after all, like the work I was putting in, trying to like juggle working at night at the station, giving all my free time to them. They said, I don't know. I told my father about it. You know, fathers knows best and mom does, too. But, you know, that's kind of like man talk. And so I told my dad the whole story and he goes, well, did you talk to the young woman? I said, yeah. He goes, well, what the young lady say? As I talk, I said, uh, <laughs> she said, and he has his glasses down by his nose and shit. Like, and he's like, what did the young lady say? And I said, uh, well, she said, I don't know. And he goes, well, there's your answer. And I said, that's not an answer. He goes, no, that's not the answer you wanted to hear, but that's an answer. And he said, like, never, you know, you've heard this saying many variations of it. Never give someone a second chance to show you that they don't want you or they, you know, whatever. I said all that to say this. In September of last year, you know, I hit like a brick wall and me and Morgan were already together. And, you know, what was going on was would have possibly put our relationship in jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go into it. And that was like tensions were so high with myself that was the first time any woman other than my mom when i was a kid <laughs> had seen me cry and i remember she goes we'll get through it we'll be all right didn't even 
didn't even go, well, what you going to do? And this, that, and the third. And well, why is it? She just said, we'll be all right. And she still says that to this day. And to me, life brings moments where it's like, that's God right there in your face going, look, I can't be no more clear than this is the person you need to be with. You know what I'm saying? Because a person, that's why I brought up the story with the person I was getting to know before, because a lot of women I knew were like that. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, even when the unfortunate thing is with what you said is very true. Like men are always, especially black men, you know, were in, in his, I was raised, Chris, I was late raised in the most loving household in the world. But even then it was still, you a man, take care of your business, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. My father has always been loving. My mother has always been loving, but it was still a little like, man, you a man. Take care of your business. You know what I'm saying? So like women in the past, sometimes, and I'm pretty sure you can you can relate to this, is like when you express yourself, unfortunately, the way some women are hardwired is like your problems end up getting like twisted. And now they're upset about how you express yourself. Now you express yourself. Now you have to apologize for expressing yourself. You know and then, what I'm saying? And then you just created another wall. You just created another wall. And it's like, that's not their fault because women were brought up to be, a lot of women were brought up to be a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not blaming them. So, you know, with your wife or with Morgan, you know, my lady, it's like, man, when shit gets tough, it's, it's, it, we got tough skin. You've been through shit. I've been through shit. But dog, when you got a woman in your corner <laughs> that you can just, just throw your arms up and be like, ah, yeah. and they just be like, it's, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's and you good. can do the same for them, man. Like, yo, I be looking at people talking about dating now and I don't say nothing, uh, but I just be like, damn, I don't miss that shit. Even like joints that maybe I have been interested in. I'm like, what the hell was out there? I can't remember them niggas name. <laughs> just like you said, bro. And thank you for sharing that, man. Thank yeah, you, man. Your amazing relationship. Your dad seems very wise. I can't wait to hear him on the podcast. Oh, good luck. Now, when you can hear him, I did produce a show. I produced a show for my actual job called Future City for okay. the NPR station I work for. And then uh, we did an episode about black art for Black History Month this year. And he was actually on that. Um, nice. and I, I interviewed. Need, I, need, I need to hear him on here. Oh yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'm putting it in the atmosphere. Putting the atmosphere. Did you but, see the episode with my grandmother? Episode thirty. I'm still. I just finished the the one with you and Morgan. So okay, the one with my grandmother. That's my dad's mom. So that you can get a little close with that. With that little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect, man. And keep keep that up, man. Keep interviewing. You know, family. I know one thing that I wish. I wish I interviewed my mom and dad together. Yeah. Like if I, if I could go back, you know, I would do that because yeah, it's like they're hilarious. They're yeah. hilar like, you know, 30, yeah. I'm, I'm 36. So 35 years of marriage, bro. So. And yeah. uh, I know I said it before, man, but definitely condolences. You know what I'm saying? For you, for your mom, you know, that uh, transitioned uh, this year, last year. Uh, last year, last year. Actually on, um, actually on Aisha's birthday. Wow on Aisha's birthday and you know the crazy thing about that and God works mysteriously man you know I I vividly think my mom I was her I am her first child mm -hmm. so I I think she picked her day 
She picked her day on purpose because she knew how hurt, you know, I would be. Of course, my brothers as well, but it's on my wife's birthday. I got to celebrate her. So that's, it's that's, like that's heavy, dog. It's like now it just has to be a celebration of her life and my wife's life. That's heavy. That's heavy. Now, we can talk a lot of shit I can relate to. <laughs> that right there, hey, man, you got it. You got it. I know my mom has a story like that about her mom. I never met my mom's parents. Um, but uh, when I was a, I think I was like, my mom told me the story. I was about two weeks old or something. And uh, my grandmother that I never met, my mom's mom was on her way, was going to be on her way down to, you know, meet her new grandson. And then so uh, my mom's mom passed away at a very young age. I think she was in her 50s, breast cancer, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And um, so she was on all types of medication. And so my mom tells me that, you know, I think it was like the night or two nights before she was supposed to come down here. My mom told her mom was like, yo, mom, don't forget your medicine. It's that and the third. She goes, well, you know, I don't think I need it anymore. Mm, they just know. Two days later, she was gone. You know, so, you know, like your mom, that's why I say it's heavy. You know what I mean? It, 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 and, it, and, you know, as just humans and not thinking fully of them in a sense, of course, I want her here. Of course. But because she had a disease, right. and just like what you just said with your um, your mom's mom, it's like it that's selfish of us because now yeah. they're in heaven and they're at peace. And right. they're in pain. Right. It's like so yeah. knowing that I rest easy. Yeah. My grandmother talks about that. She didn't talk about that on the episode she was on, but she talked about that when she lost her mom. She was really mad at God and this, that, and the third. And you know, she said she had a dream where her mom, I think, grandma, if you're listening, my bad if I'm getting the story wrong, but I think I'm right. <laughs> uh where she said her mom was like, my grandmother's name is Mary. She goes, Mary, I wouldn't come back even if I could, you know, because mm-hmm. who would choose this over, you know, what we know heaven is, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you're, you're definitely right about that, man. Um, this is, this, that's some heavy stuff. You know, I don't, when I worked at, um, Arlington cemetery for a while, which I love the job, um, you know, it kind of hit home a little bit, you know what I'm saying? How short life is, you know, and how life goes on, you know what I'm saying? And when I, when I worked at the cemetery, I just told stories, you know, about people. I didn't deal with like none of the behind the scenes stuff. I don't have a stomach for that, but you know, sometimes we would see it, you know what I mean? And it's just a reminder of like, you know, life is only but a moment. I had a professor at UMES that said uh, something like, you know, the the universe is, been around for billions of years, but the average life expectancy is like 70 something. So compare that to how long the universe has been and will be around. It just gives you an idea of how how quick life is. So while you're here, you know, enjoy the people that, you know, love you. I got a colleague that always says, let people love you. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds simple, but that's hard. It's hard dog. Because like, you know, going back to Morgan, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is a very loving woman. You know what I'm saying? Very loving. I mean, to the point where it's like, damn, I'm eating. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't got to be snuggled up all the time. You know, I'm trying to eat, you know? And uh, it's like me and Morgan, we we had like this, I wouldn't say roadblock, 
but I had to learn. And now this is some wisdom my mom gave me is like growing up, you know, my dad, we were never really allowed to say what's for dinner. You know what I'm saying? It was whatever your mom decides to make. You know oh, what I'm saying? You. <laughs> like my dad was never the you. I come home. It's just like a lot of couples now, and I'll never get in people's businesses. You know, business with their home life. But like when I hear these these conversations and debates about you know a man doing this, a woman doing this, a couple's gonna do what works for their household. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? No matter what it is, whether you agree with it or not. And I know growing up, you know, my mom's a stay-at-home mom. My dad, shit, he's still working. He just started a new job the other day, only because he feels like he don't have to. But, uh, you know, and it's like my dad was never the type to expect dinner to be made coming home or expect, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we a team. So we were never really allowed to, like, say, if we asked our mom what was for dinner, he would be like, what? So growing up with that mentality like all through like high school college when i started living on my own like i never depended on a woman you know what i'm saying a cook or clean like man I, I remember one time i was messing with a joint and uh a couple years ago and i remember i came home i came back to the crib and my bed was made and i was like in my 20s then i think i was like in my early 20s and i was like man what you doing making my bed like you know what i mean like i <laughs> It's like, yeah, I wasn't used to that, you know? So, like, I remember Morgan and I, we would always kind of, like, we wouldn't argue because we don't really argue like that. We have very, you can't argue with a woman like Morgan because she doesn't, her deep, octave. She's too deep, bro. Her vocals don't get high enough where it becomes an argument. This is a very intense conversation. Like, you could be yelling and she'd be like, oh, well. <laughs> and so I remember she was like, why don't you ever, like, you know, because I, make a long story short, you know, she'd be like, oh, what did you want to eat? I'm like, oh, man, I got food from nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to eat my food that I cooked. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Da, 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 da. And she was like, oh, well, I could have made some. I'm like, nah, man, you good. I remember one time we were asleep. We woke up in the morning. I was hungry in the mother. I woke up <laughs> and I made me some breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Now, she don't like the way I make my eggs, which is why I didn't wasn't inclined to make her any, you know, so we eat our eggs two different ways. So, you know, I ate. She wakes up and she goes, oh, you ate already? I said, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She goes, oh, she goes, oh, I could have made you something. I said, let me let me get this straight. Hold on. I wake up before you. I'm hungry and I'm supposed to wait for my woman to get up to make me breakfast. Is that the math equation that we're talking about here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, it's just like we can eat. But I had to learn that like it's not about the food it's not about cooking it's about doing things together or doing things for you for you right and that's the wisdom that my mom had to because i was telling my mom if about it love you. and she was like you do know that it's not about the food or whatever it's because this person that's their way of showing that they care for you and i was like Shit. oh nate when when you said that i think you said that story it's like it just jogged my memory of course nate's like that now bro yeah. She is so mad if she's like, oh, I want to I want to eat this. I'm like, all right, you can eat that. I don't want to eat that. But you, can, <laughs> That's how I mean. you go buy that. Go get that. Oh, uh, all right. I'm going to pick something else. I was like, OK, she picks something else. I'm like, I don't want that either. But you get that. That's for you. Right. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm going to I'll be OK. She used to get mad because she'd be like, how you got three, three meals in the fridge? I'm like, because I portion my food. Yeah. 
<laughs> I get hungry, I want to eat. <laughs> so I think it's just the nurturing aspect, bro. They really want that togetherness, like you said, that selflessness. So right, right, right. right. Just got, just got to love you, like you said. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. And I'm, I'm slowly learning that. You know what I'm saying? That it's not just this. It's not just that. It's, it's like okay. Flip side. You know, we check each other's location. And a few months ago, I went off because I saw, I don't know if you know, like, well, you lived in PG for a little bit. She, she was in the bad part. She was in the bad part. And she drives a Mercedes, right? And I looked at her location and she in Capitol Heights. I said, what the, what, what are you doing over there by your, I'm not tripping at you. Why are you there by yourself? Like, what are you doing? And she was like, well, I'm getting gas. You had wow. to get. You know what I'm saying? Or it was another time. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories where she was like, hey, because she knows how I am. She goes, hey, uh, I'm like, what? Because I know like she about to ask something that like is so she's like, well, you know, I have a friend that, you know, he's an artist and he's throwing a, uh, a art gallery or art show. Now, if it was in a decent part, her tone would have been completely different. Hey, you know, next week, my man throwing this, da da da, da cool. But all the, uh, I know it's about to be some bullshit, right? So I said, where is it? Uh, and it's all she said was, I think it's somewhere off of Martin Luther. And you tell me a safe street in all of US of A that's named <laughs> after Martin Luther or Malcolm, Martin Luther King or Mal Malcolm X. That's a safe spot. It's not many. <laughs> it's not many, if if at all, you know. And so she goes, well, it's all it's in Southeast. Off. I said, oh, okay. She was like, well, I know you don't want to go. You're probably not going to go. I said, yeah, you ain't going either because I ain't going. Because <laughs> you ain't going over there by yourself. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, oh. Uh, she had the same reaction that Nate did when you pulled out of line for that $12 hot dog. It's, Nate, it's the same. Bro, I think for that, it's just just like what, what they are with the nurturing, we are with protecting. Exactly. And we have that feeling. We're like, nah, if nah. you're not over there, then nothing wrong can happen. So don't go over there. Exactly. I don't even like, like, <laughs> Nate, so there's over here in New York, we, all, all Chinese don't deliver. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she loved the one like seven, eight blocks away. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, I'm about to order. Like right now, she could say, oh, I'm about to order and I'm going to go walk over there. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, what do you mean? I used to walk. You used to. You, you used to. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. And it's not yeah. us being like demanding, no, disrespectful. No. It's no. just, I'll go get it for you then. Exactly. Oh, but I want to walk. We could walk together. Yeah. But you can't go alone. It's just because I just don't feel good. It's nothing wrong with this area and anything. It's just you hear these stories where a person was just at the wrong place at the wrong, at the time. wrong time. And I don't exactly. need you to be at the wrong place at the wrong time for uh, shrimp, shrimp, <laughs> shrimp, and, shrimp and lo mein. Like, it ain't worth that. Like <laughs> That'd be a hell of a note, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> like, what? No, no, bro. I I commend you in that, and I I think, you know, there are those guys out there that to be like, all right, I'll see you when you get back. I'm just like, nah, uh, yeah, nah. yeah. I remember she told me about some niggas she was dealing with, um, and like she was out late, and he was like, yeah, can you stop at the Seven Eleven for me? Like, all right, 
Like, are you insane? You know what I mean? Like, it's and she lives in a beautiful area. You know what I'm saying? In Maryland, even at that, like, you know, I'm like, you're not going out there by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's not. And I remember one time, like, her mom was over there. And, like, you know, I said, all right, you know, uh, Miss, I ain't gonna put their last name out uh-huh. here. But I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, walk you to your car. She goes, ah, it's just right there. No, nah, because this will be the time that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't need that monkey on my back. You know what I mean? Where if I only just, nah, you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's not about, because it's not about controlling. It's not, because to me, controlling is like, you know, when we went to the Caribbean Fest the other day, uh, you know, she was like, can I wear it? Should I wear this? I'm like, girl, you wear whatever you want to wear. You, want. you look good, girl. Go go put, that on. put that hey, on. Put that on. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure me and a bunch of other niggas going to be looking, you know. <laughs> now, if I'm saying, now you ain't wearing that, that, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Like, oh, like I, I don't care about that. You know, I care about who you going with. Like, you know what I'm saying? And is it safe? Is it safe? If you even got friends that I feel like a, que- a question, now, I, now all her friends are cool. But I'm just saying, if there ever came a point where it's like I met one of your friends and I don't trust them, and you said, "Well, I'm going out with such and such," it's it's about the protection. So much so is uh, you know what? I ain't gonna put that out because she's gonna be mad. Um, <laughs> I ain't gonna put that out there. Morgan gonna yeah, she's she going that. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nah, I was about to jump the gun on that one, but just know, uh, 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 uh Morgan's more protected. Like even if I'm not there. She gonna have protection on her. Let me just let me just say that. That's the Look, best. That's the best, best way I can put it. it. <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, real quick, man, because you know it's about to be my bedtime and shit. Okay, you I'm here, here for it, bro. like other thing I admire, dog. Uh, that I haven't quite reached yet. That Chris has is being a father. Oh. How is that, man? It it's no so <laughs> indescribable. Only because the one way I can describe it, it is true unconditional love. Yeah, uh, yeah. True unconditional love. I say you you get that from two places. Um, you get it from on Earth. You get it from a dog and a child. <laughs> <laughs> and people be thinking I'm crazy. I'm like, think about mm-hmm. when you go home, and I'm just using you as an example, and and Harlem see you home. Yeah. Hype, hype, <laughs> yo! Where you been at? Yeah, what's like, up, man? You could like, just gonna yell at him before you walked out the door. <laughs> and they don't, they like, and that's the same thing with her. Like we go from, and it's challenging. Right. It's challenging. It's patience. You, you, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I know every decision I make is for her. And even all the words and affirmations, everything I put in her is going to create how she's going to be in life. Right. Even though she's going to have choices that she has to make on her own, but it's just putting your best foot forward. I, I don't, and this is not me coming at, no, this is me coming at, I don't respect Debbie Daz. Yeah. I don't respect people who just say, I'm not, I'm not just going to be there for their kid because they didn't ask to be here. Right. And the love that you get from them that that first time, and I'll just say this story, but that 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 was her first word. And it was funny because I was sitting on the couch and I heard it. I was she was sitting right on me. I heard it and and they was walking out the room. She ran back in and said, did she say that? I was like, I don't know what she said. I knew she said it, but I, was like, I don't know what she said. Because, you know, 
you know how oh moms are they like oh i want you to say mama yeah, first so, yeah. so i didn't want to so so then she said that that and then she looked at kept saying it back and forth bro one of the happiest moments because it was like i ain't had the showboat but <laughs> i was just yeah. happy. her first words with dad dad and she is a full daddy's girl bro and i didn't even i ain't do it on purpose like it just how you love on them and and they know which parent to try with certain right. things and i right. think i see when she respects that and knows that even though at two i i'm stern with her with some things but i'm also super loving right has to be a balance because she's already going to get whatever she want from me, my and, and and her mom. <laughs> so I got to give a little balance and and whatever you think you'll be as a parent, it's up to your efforts. And another thing I'll say, going into parenting, I promise you, I was like, oh, you know, if my child does this, they're going to get us <laughs> flat, you know, like, you know, but then one day, bro, I was just sitting and I just stared at her and I was like, I can't hit you. And nobody else is going to hit you. Yeah. And I had to have that conversation with my wife. And she was like, well, we didn't, we didn't agree to that before she was here. I said, I know, but she's here now. And this is how I feel. And, and she's so smart. Why can't we use our words? We're educated. They know how to comprehend. Let's just, it's going to take a lot more patience than a little hit, but right. I'm okay with doing that. I'm okay with going through the frustration and everything as long as I know that we're working on it together. So it's the de- it's the best thing in the world, I could say. That's dope, man. I'm just laughing because like I always say, man, if my kid this and my kid that. And you just I, talk. I got yeah, right. No, straight <laughs> up. I gotta stop myself like, man. <laughs> You know, um, it's like uh, uh, Morgan and I, we always had these conversations about like, you know, gun safety with children, you know, and I was like, you know, I want to, you know, teach my um, kid how to shoot. Let me rephrase it. I want to teach my kid to understand and respect the firearm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of children, how they ended up getting shot is they go over their friend's house whose dumbass parent got their gun in a shoebox and they pull it out. You know what I mean? You want to see my dad's gun? And then the other kid goes, yeah, I want my kid to be that kid. Like, hell no, I don't want to see that bush. You know what I mean? Like, there you know. I know, what, I know what that can do. You yeah, I know what that me. can do. Like, yep. Nah, nah. But Morgan made a good point. She was like, well, you don't know the temperament of how your child is going to be. They might not ever be able to touch a weapon because they just not, they'll never be mature enough to handle it. You know what I'm saying? My dad told me he got pulled over by a cop not too long ago. And like, you know, they just real nice guy. He said they just started talking about like, you know, guns because my dad had taken like a, you know, a concealed carry class. Mm -hmm. And the guy got all excited because he was like super pro gun. (laughs) And he was saying that his daughter is like ranked 17th in the country in competition shooting. And he starts teaching her how to shoot at three. You know, that's crazy. It's crazy. And but I'm thinking about what Morgan said, like, all right, you saying this now, but your kid might, you know, not to say they come out all messed up or anything, but they might not, you know, and I think about how I was as a kid. I don't think nobody would have taught me how to, cause I always, anytime I got, that's why my dad never allowed toy guns in the house. Cause I was always like, bang, 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 bang. And if you put a real gun in my hand, I'm going to bust my ear. <laughs> so, like, you know, so he, was like, nah. he knew, he knew, he knew. <laughs> now, I ain't gonna lie. It was weird to see him in a, in a, when we were in a concealed carry class together. Like it was very odd. Like, 
this is man was been so anti-gun my whole <laughs> life and here he is and he was he was funny too because we shooting and then like you know we had to and because you know I, I know weapons proficiency being in law enforcement for so long but i had to get you know i never carried a civilian so we had to take a separate class and uh my man antonio shout out to him who was on this podcast too he's the one he went to the shore too he's an alpha um I don't know if you knew him, but like he was our instructor. And uh, so we had to aim for pretty much like, you know, the red center, like center mass. And then the whole time in the class, my dad's like, well, I don't want to shoot nobody. I don't want this is the day before he goes, oh, you know, I don't like violence. I don't want to shoot nobody. And then so the next day we're on the range and we're shooting and like my dad was doing all headshots. Right. So <laughs> Antonio was like, sir, are, are you meaning to aim there? He goes, yeah, because you come after me, I'm going to take you down. I was like, what the hell? I just had to throw that in there real quick. Funny. I was like, man. And then Morgan over. Well, shit. Like, well, I'm saying too much. Uh, <laughs> no. Until next episode. Yeah, until, until, all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning. Like, nah. <laughs> um, nah, man. I said all that to say is like you're right because it's like you know you do see people who are like if I had a kid and this that and third. And it's like, you know, you kind of, it's like that question, like, what would you do if you won a lottery? No one ever really knows that like you, you would say what you would do, but if you got a hundred million dollars in your hand, you probably go, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You saying that you would help people and give it to charity. So you might shoot that up in your arm. You, don't, <laughs> you just don't know. Cause you've never been in that situation before. You know what I'm saying? So, but nah, man, I all, and I'm like you, I don't really respect at all. You know, the whole deadbeat thing. I don't, uh, you know, it's an old saying that I've heard is you don't, what is it? I don't have to, I didn't, I don't have to be shot to know that it hurts or something like that. Mm. And it's like, I don't have to have kids to know that like, you know, being a deadbeat is, and that goes for women too, you know, a deadbeat parent. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, and it's just like, I like, you're right. The child did not ask to be here. And it's like, you know, anybody who has any type of ill will towards animals and children, I kind of just, you know, kind of, kind of stay away from them, you Mm -hmm. know, because animals and children, like you said earlier, they're like, they're, 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 they, they don't know any better. They weren't asked to be here. They know nothing but, well, let's just stick with dogs right now. Cause one time I almost had to shoot a possum for coming at my ass. So like <laughs> let's just <laughs> you, don't you, know? Know, you don't know I'm carrying it for you, but like, 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 they're all animals. You try to come at me, I'm bugging you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, hold on, stand by, you know. <laughs> Watch your targets. <laughs> we finna have possum for dinner. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just getting sleepy now. But uh, yeah, let's just stick with the dogs and children. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, you're right, dog. In all seriousness, it's dope because um, when I called you the other day, you know, to talk about this, uh, and I heard her in the background. She was like, Da-da-da-da. "You were like, Daddy's talking." You know, I like that because if that was my mom, shut your ass. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it matters bro it matters, it matters. It, it, everything they take in everything that's all I, I definitely know and to hear the happy balance between you and morgan and definitely that's how me and they are it's a balance it's yeah. a balance i i don't let anybody speak to her crazy like yeah. even if someone's like oh you know i'm gonna give you pow pow i look at them i'm like no you're not 
Yeah, you're not, yeah. and then they look at me like I'm like, no, you're not. Don't that's, even. That's don't wild even. to say that about someone else's kid. Oh, people, people, because it's it. I don't even fault them because that's how they were raised, and that's how it keeps going until you stop it. Just like with the vulnerability, we were saying until someone stops, that's crazy. It, then it's not gonna be a. It's gonna continue. Like I said, I promise you, bro. I was, and I probably was pro, you know, disciplining that way because that's how i was disciplined right and that's how my dad was so it's just okay so i'm like nah i'm gonna talk because she's so smart bro and i think about that with all kids they are sponges so if you sit get to their level talk and that's another thing don't always just stand up and look so over them get low talk to them let them feel you know caring even with this one technique i saw this parent do and i was like i'm gonna start doing that when they having their meltdowns even with they call them um terrible twos i told nobody don't i'm calling it terrific twos i don't care if she's having tantrums or whatever we speaking only positivity into this right so if she's having one of those big feeling moments i bring her in and i hold her tight and i just be like and just comfort her and let her know these feelings are okay just calm down. I'm right here. Yeah. And it changes everything. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, man. I'm here for you when, when, whenever y'all drop that big, oh, yeah, that man. big you, podcast. Uh, that podcast. I'll be, I'll be ready. It was funny. Um, we um we were at a, her little sister had a party the other day and uh, a lot of her family, everybody cool. And uh, Morgan has a friend uh, named Diamond, sweet girl. She's funny. And I uh, overheard Diamond say, yeah, because, you know, in a couple of years, you know, we might be pregnant together. And Diamond looks at me. She goes, oh, my bad. I didn't want to put no pressure on you. I said, man, ain't no pressure on me because I actually want to be with this woman. Now, if you would have said that and I was with a nigga I ain't want to be with, <laughs> that would have been pressure. <laughs> be like, uh. Yeah, like, whoa, whoa. I've never done that. Like anytime it's funny, my man, Trevor, who's been on here too. Uh, I was on the phone with him a uh, couple. Well, we talk all the time, but it was one time we were on the phone. It was me. I was, and he was with our other boy, uh, Malik. And uh, so, you know, we were talking about relationships or whatever. And then, so um, Trevor was, cause Trevor did met, you know, Morgan and Trevor met, you know, several times before. And like, you know, they, they bang with each other. Cause Trevor's my, one of my best friends. And I remember Trevor was like, yeah, man, yo, man, when the wedding. So usually when men say that to other men, you know, it's it's typically sarcasm. You know what I mean? And the guy really doesn't mean so when he's not really saying, well, when's the wedding? And then the other guy's like, oh, man, chill, chill. And then, but my response was shit. And I'll let you know what I find out. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then, uh. He was like, yeah, man, because, you know, you definitely got a solid person. I said, yeah, shit, shit yeah, yeah, I do, you know. I know. So, I, yeah, it's like, you know, when people make like usually when people make comments like that, like you're like, oh, man, chill, chill. Like me, I soak that shit up. As you should, I, man. I work for this. All them niggas I used to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> forget those. Yeah, forget them niggas, you know. Yeah. And I'm happy you're embracing that. I was the complete opposite. I oh, told yeah. people, don't bring it up. Don't pressure me. I'm going to do it when I want to. I even told Nate's mom, I said, look, every time you bring up marriage, I'm adding two years to when I was. 
<laughs> and she was like, what? I said, you need to tell my mom to go chill too. So she called my mother and said, hey, um, you're messing my daughter up. You need to stop bringing up marriage. Because, <laughs> bro, when you serious about, I know, I knew, I knew year one, one and a half, two. Right. I'm like, nah, this is the person. Yeah, same here. I know you you feel it in your heart. And now, of course, you're at a old a little older age now. So it's like, you know what you want to do. I don't need no extra noise, extra motivation. Yeah. I know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, exactly. It's about it now. It's about when you're gonna do it and continuously doing the work to not just have that big one day because it literally it's just, that's just a day. <laughs> it's the years after exactly that you gotta work through. And I think you guys are doing the work. And whenever you do your premarital counseling, or even if you choose to do pre-engagement counseling, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing either. People do that to know how to effectively communicate with each other, even going into the the engagement part. And I was like, oh, that's That's heavy level. So those are the people who are going to last. They're going to make it to the 42 years like your your, your mom and pop. So people that put the work in. Mm-hmm. Put the work in, man. But yeah, bro, I appreciated this whole conversation, man. I, I yeah, man. I want to say too. thank you. I, I I'm so happy for you and your relationship. I could tell how much love you have for her by how much you talk of her. Yeah, so man. I and thank you for just having me, bro. I always think about you, man. I love you. Appreciate. Don't that, have man. to speak Likewise, every day man. to not have the energy out there. Just Likewise, know bro. that. Yeah, man. And, you know, I'll say this last thing that puts emphasis on, like, how you know you were the right person. Uh, I remember one time me and my ex, you know, the one that uh, Kangaroo Jack fucking yeah. <laughs> up. Uh, I remember one time someone said something similar. They was like, yeah, so what's y'all first baby going to be named, nigga? I started sweating like a mom. You know? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to procreate with this nigga. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. That is exactly my point. Like when someone say that you you you, you, you act different. You're like shit. Like uh, you know. Um, yeah, let me get up out of here before I start talking too damn. Or we start talking <laughs> we too can much. Talk all night, bro. We I, could, man. And I, yeah, I don't want you to wake up with no divorce papers in the morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they hear some shit. She was. What do we say on the phone? <laughs> Some stuff that don't say, I'm saying too much right there. All right, y'all. Thank y'all once again for tuning in on another dope episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous podcast where we talk about potentially morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Have my boy on, my pro fight, my man Chris, aka One Legged Chris, aka Mr. Bionic Man. AKA, oh man, I'm tired, bro. Like, you, you, <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. I'll bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Go to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. <laughs>